The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and considered in her mind what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb, and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and his reign will never end. And his kingdom shall last forever. And Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no husband? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your kinswoman Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. And Mary said to the angel, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear friends, this is one of the solemn feasts of our Blessed Mother that we celebrate. The Immaculate Conception of our Blessed Mother, meaning that Mary was born without the stain of original sin that we all carry because of what we listened to the first reading. Our forefathers, parents, Adam and Eve, fell into a sin and that stain of sin we all carry. But Mary, as the reading says, as we'll see the proclamation, as was preserved by the singular grace of Jesus in advance, free of this tainted nature that we carry free from sin so that God's son would be born of her immaculate. It was in the year 1854 that Pope Pius IX proclaimed this as a dogma okay, that Mary by the singular grace of Jesus, passion, death and salvation has been in anticipation saved in grace and she stands as immaculately conceived okay. and that is the belief the singular privilege given to her and she stands as immaculately conceived the dogma was proclaimed in 1854 and you want a confirmation in 1858 we had we have the apparition at Lourdes when Mary appeared to Saint Bernadette and when she asked after a series of apparition who are you Who's your, what is your name? And she said, I am the Immaculate Conception, the grotto that we find behind in the church, grotto chapel, is that apparition of the Immaculate Conception. Dear friends, we Catholics believe in the scripture and also in tradition. So very often there's a question asked, 
where in bible is this immaculate conception given or that mary is preserved from it of course if you look for direct answers or written proofs not there but we can find it very clearly look at the greetings that the angel gives to blessed mother mary hail full of grace the lord is with you hail full of grace and that is the first luke 128 next in the visitation we find when mary runs to elizabeth the first line of greetings that elizabeth gives is this when the mother of the lord came to me the babe in my womb leaped for joy no so second and third we find in the magnificat the song of praise that mary herself sings all generations will call me blessed and that is a privilege dear friends the catholic church when this dogma was promulgated prior to a lot of discussion went on among the theologians and to and fro and i think it was a famous franciscan philosopher theologian by name duns cotus who came up with a very simple argument no it is summed up in three latin words decuit potuit ergo fecit meaning it was fitting it was possible and god did it meaning it was fitting for god to preserve her it was possible for god to make it possible in her and god did it which means for her son jesus his son to be born she was preserved of it that is the dogma that we believe we proclaim and we are called to believe we know original sin is as we view believe the story as adam and eve per se we may sometimes find it difficult what if i say i came through evolution or scientifically what proof is there we know that it's nothing but it's a tendency in all of us to sin no or look at the other way we are all born into a situation in which there is already sin no there is sin around us in us and it is we are in a way caught in it and who can save us from it that is the second reading the lord jesus his salvation and mary was preserved of that singular grace given preserved from that stain the original stain of sin because god's son the savior the redeemer the infinite would be born through her come to the first reading of today story of adam and eve adam who falls eve who falls take it from there here is an adam who fall fell and here is eve who fell but look at the story of the second adam jesus second story of eve mary both are in obedience adam and eve hid that's why the lord asked where are you and that's a question god is asking each of us maybe guiding in our sins hiding away from god where are you calling each of us by name and asking where are you as a question that we can put to ourselves and jesus surrendered into thy hands i commend my heart my life and mary behold i am the handmaid of the lord total obedience and they stand in contrast difference the second reading we heard today speaks about the salvation that god has brought the evil that we are in the sins that we are tainted by and there is the salvation that jesus brings and in him there is victory in him there is light come to the gospel of today to wind up it is the annunciation we can take every scene every word and reflect i would like to just focus on two things 
first no as angel comes announces the last line what we read today is and the angel departed from her <coughs> different this is something that happened in her life the angel was not physically with her all through she felt the absence of god many times physically her son lost crucified but i'm sure in many situations she felt it the angel was not physically with i'm sure we too will feel this absence in our life what gave her courage and that is why we honor her today because of her deep faith that faith that was founded on the belief that angel said for there is nothing impossible with god may this blessed mother lead us to a greater faith as we receive and take part in the body and blood of her son jesus that we be saved removed of our stains of sin intensities of sins tendencies in us and may our blessed mother intercede and pray for her and to believe that nothing is impossible for god and she can lead us to jesus her son and she can lead us to god to live a life without sin the immaculate one will pray for us in the seed for us